0: To the Broadcast Basement On-Demand Radio Network.
1: It's the Podcast. In the Broadcast Basement.
0: Broadcastbasement.com.
2: The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere
3: podcasts can be found,
2: and always at the eppodcast.com.
0: Welcome down to the EP Podcast. My name is Chris Lanuti, Hannah Beth along shortly. It is now time for 30 Minutes of Good, brought to you by the First National Bank of Evergreen Park, located in that iconic building at 95th and Pulaski. Whether you're saving for your first home, your child's education, or looking ahead to your retirement, First National Bank of Evergreen Park has the solutions and expertise to help you reach your savings goals. Team of expert bankers, there to support you. Every step of the way with great savings accounts, certificates of deposits, and more. To find an account that's right for you, make an appointment. Right now, go to BankEvergreenpark.com slash EP member FDIC. The EP podcast is out every Monday for 30 minutes of good. On Fridays, there's a weekend update. And on Thursday nights, we're live. And this week, I want to bring you what you might have missed from the live show this past Thursday night out at Porter Cullen's 99th and Clifton Park. Some incredible guests stopped by to hang out with us along with an awful lot of EP podcast listeners. And before we head out to Porter Cullen's this week, let's give you your word on the street. word on the street brought to you by creaky bone bomb great for muscle aches tension inflammation joint pain and even skin ailments like burns and dry cracked skin a cbd topical that will not break the bank Go to CreakyBone.com today and use the promo code EPPOD for 20% off your first order. That is a new local Evergreen Park business. Something else you might not have heard about is the new wine and sip paint nights going on at the community center. And the next one is coming up on December the 3rd. It's a Thursday night. And for $35, you get your paint supplies and wine. A fun night out, register now at the community center. Another thing you might want to plan for, the annual family turkey shoot is on this year. A child and a parent or guardian. They shoot 10 free throws. They go up against other teams doing the same thing. The winner gets a 10 to 12 pound turkey. The annual turkey shoot set for Saturday, November the 21st at the activity center gym, 3220 West 98th Street, kicking off at 3 p.m. It's only six bucks per team. 229-3377 229-3377 to register now. That's your EP Word on the Street. We head out now through the magic of podcasting the Porter Cullens. Two of the four owners, Jerry and Ann Dory, sitting down on a beautiful evening. It's all found on the EP Podcast, found everywhere Podcast can be found and always at the eppodcast.com Does your financial advisor actually take time to listen to you? Is your financial strategy personalized for you and your family? Will your financial advisor be there as your life and financial situation changes? Why worry about those things? When Tom Walsh is nearby, he's your local Edward Jones financial advisor. He works with you, focusing on what's important to you. He uses an established process to create personalized financial strategy, and he partners with you to help your strategy stay on track. Listen, families in South Chicagoland have been benefiting from Tom's get-to-know-you approach and do-the-right-thing values for over 18 years. Contact my close personal friend and also a fellow Brother Rice alumni, Tom Walsh. He's your local Edward Jones advisor, located in Mount Greenwood, right outside of the EP at 111th and Kedzie, member SIPC jerry how are you I'm
3: well. how are thanks you guys? thanks
0: for having us out here tonight yes thank you hear hear me. Me. yeah we can hear you you're good
2: it's a nice night in november and... it's unbelievable dude. it's a beautiful <laughs> night
0: outside the gods are shining down on us yes. yeah it's and you know you guys are getting this extra week that i don't think most people like we don't normally get this and it's like a godsend based upon the shutdown right now because you're you you have a crowd out here tonight we were originally going to be sitting in the tent and i walked up here and i was like no, no no i don't want these guys to miss one table because you need it because yeah. it's going to be really cold really soon. I'm like, we'll set up something right here in front. It works out perfect. We're like the pregame for the people standing in line, waiting in, <laughs> to get inside of that big heated tent. How, how fortunate do you feel that you have that? That that is that gives you a lot of room, I would think.
3: Yeah, I mean, the tent has actually been a huge score for us. I mean, it's it's possibly the only way we're surviving right now, to be very frank. But it's uh, the weather has just been godsend to be honest i mean if it wasn't for how warm it was outside i don't know how we would be doing so mm-hmm. i guess with bad news there's good news every once in a while but yeah the weather has been
0: great and the tent has been the people have been great the tent's been great i don't know how else to bring it up you have to feel good when you hear things like village trustee mark marzullo coming on here saying we're not planning on making things hard on our businesses somebody thinks that some, somebody thinks something's off Somebody thinks that it isn't exactly the way that the state wants it. Let the state come and figure it out. You must feel an awful lot of support. You guys just still have things closed inside, but it sounds to me like they wouldn't even care. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we've made a decision to uh,
3: close inside. I know there's a lot of places that stayed open. Yeah. Um, but for the short term, we're probably going to stay closed. And, yeah, I mean, the village has always been fantastic to us. And every business here—it's a great place to own a business in Evergreen. And Sexton and Mark Marzullo and all the representatives. No one's ever been nothing but supportive. But yeah, I mean, it. to be honest, sometimes it's, as the business owner, it is great to have support, but it, it wears on you. I mean, just the constant changing and the constant new rules and you're open and you're closed mm-hmm. and, you know, you got to go put your customers in a tent. Do we stay open? Do we not stay open? What is the right thing to do? What's the wrong thing to do? It's been a, uh, it's been a trying time to say the least, but yeah. the positive is the community has supported us immensely. Like tonight, I mean... Place this place is, is packed. It's packed and, this place
0: is slammed on you know, a Thursday night. So I'm, I'm taking full credit for it, Jerry. Because <laughs> we were gonna we, do this, we were gonna do this two weeks ago and we canceled. It, so you got like four weeks of promotion on us. I mean, no, tonight, we, no so. joke, Chris. There was no one in here earlier. We put it out that you were coming and we, we have a line outside. Full credit, Jerry. I so, take you, know, it. you laugh, but I'm gonna take that soundbite. bite, and I'm gonna play it like on every show for at least the next six months. All we're, all we're serving is hot dogs and people don't care. <laughs> first of all, some really good food. Amazing I mean, corned, beef. Yeah, the yeah. corned beef. I've been thinking think, about it. <laughs> I think the fish are the two things that everybody thinks of, and it makes sense that those should be your two big things, fish and chips and corned beef, because you're an Irish pub. So you must feel proud of the fact that staple items that people would expect in an Irish pub is what you guys are best known for.
3: Yeah, we got very lucky when we opened. We had a chef named Peter McGarity who helped open Harry Carey's, um, was introduced to me by someone that actually put together most of our menu and his corned beef and the Guinness battered fish and chips. And then we've evolved since then. We're doing flatbreads and a lot of different homemade food that you don't normally see in this neighborhood.
0: And it's been great. You make me try things that I've never tried. before. The Irish egg. Come on. The Irish egg. You made me try that. That was amazing. Uh, Last time I was in here The you also have like you have a flatbread that I think has goat cheese and peaches on it. Pear, pear, pear so that's perfect, what pear. Perfect, yes, perfect And Anne, Anne is sitting next to you, your lovely wife. I didn't even introduce her because she was still coming over here, and then she's sitting so far away from you. I'm like, I don't know if she wants to be on the show or not. <laughs> Anne's a listener though, so yes, we're let's yes, before we true. before we talk about your pear flat. Which, by the way, who would have thought that a Southside guy would be like, yeah, give me a pear and goat cheese flatbread. You're like that doesn't seem South side, but it's really, really good. Anne's an actual listener, so I'd rather talk to her, Jerry. Well, oh, she... Anne's the one who actually
3: works here. I'm, uh, I, just,
0: I just hijack the uh, the program you and sound like so I much know much what I'm talking about. Yeah. Head, it so was yeah. funny as we were setting up. The manager wasn't calling you; he was <laughs> yeah. calling Anne. Yeah. <laughs> there
2: we go. Finally, some vindication. But the crown is heavy, Chris.
0: <laughs> so, Anne, what is it like to uh, do all the work and get none of the credit? How, how does that? Uh, I, I'm just joking around. Well, I was but I mean, gonna
2: say it's only been twenty years like that, guys.
0: It's all good. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> but I mean it must be like I've talked to Jerry about this before. I don't know if I've ever talked to you about it, but it must be an interesting thing in a in a neighborhood that you have been in for such a long time. You, you know, and you know, you raise your kids here, you actually open up the business from with neighbors that were across the street from you. Yeah. The McGraths. Yeah. So you, this is a neighborhood business set up by two families that live across the street from each other. Said, so, you know what we should do? We should take that butcher shop and turn it into a pub. And it was brilliant. All right. <laughs> it, what is it? It must be something unique. All of a sudden, to like open a place up, and the neighbors are watching. Is that like a? Is that a weird feeling for you? You open open up a business, and you're like, man, it's better work. Or like everybody on the blocks and be like, remember when those fools tried to open up a bar? Uh, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Well, and I would say. It- it was born out of some late thirsty Thursdays that their idea was born. So
1: now you the can best understand. ideas come from Thursday. Thirsty
2: Thursdays. Yes. I didn't think
0: I came up with? I'm gonna be a podcaster.
2: You have Thirsty Thursdays too. We should have got together. Maybe they have a DJ booth inside for you. That's
0: awesome. If somebody has never been to Porter College, because it's possible. It's unheard of. And they come walking. <laughs> here, <laughs> and they come walking in here, what is the one thing that they should make sure that they have her? Quarter punch. <laughs> <laughs> You're not even going for food. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, not this time. I now. know what Ann's doing. It's, thir- it's thirsty Thursday.
3: <laughs> well, now that Ann got her uh, idea, uh, no, I mean you have to have some corned beef, and you have yes. to, have, and you got to try one or the other. The, the corned beef egg rolls or the corned beef sandwich, and our fish and chips are awesome. Our homemade soups are great. Our sel- I mean, if you forgot fr- the Guinness. We have the best Guinness. I'm, I'm Your
0: true. Guinness is somehow different all from all true. the other Guinness. Yeah, I love it's it. So, oh, much so much better. <laughs> if you own a business, Evergreen Park's own Elite Benefits of America wants to remind you that health insurance open enrollments are either happening now or coming very quickly. And this is the time to review and implement a health care plan to make or keep you ...as the employer of choice. Deadlines for open enrollment range between November 1st and January 1st. Get ahead of the curve. The Small Business Special Enrollment Period, part of the Affordable Care Act... ...now allows employers with 49 employees and under to offer health benefits... ...without contributing a dime to the employee plan. Help your employees save money on taxes with health insurance they're already paying for... ...with their hard-earned dollars. Butch Zemar from Elite Benefits of America wants you to reach out to him today. Visit EliteBenefits.net or call 708-535-3006. I kind of put out the call like who wanted to come and hang out tonight while we were out here live. Yeah. And Laura Freeman, who we've talked to before, uh, but we were talking real estate last time, Laura. Now That's you're right. here because you are the president of the Evergreen Park Chamber of Commerce. I am. And uh, it, this is... This has got to be an interesting time for you because you're dealing with all these businesses and they're sitting around probably telling you all your problems. You feel like you're like a psychiatrist these days.
2: Well, I do have my degree in psychiatry, so that's <laughs> awesome. Um, yeah, it's been tough for our businesses for sure. Uh, we have found many ways and creative ways to keep engaged with our businesses during this time. Um, you know, it's just it's it's hard to see. The struggles, but it's wonderful to see places like Porter Collins where they have found ways to work around uh, the new normal, (laughs) whatever that is. Whatever that is. So, you know, we've seen uh, and heard from our businesses where they've adapted in different ways, such as offering apparel lines, outdoor tents, um, keeping their businesses open by, you know, adapting has been just amazing to see that. Uh, and safely that's another big thing. so um, support our local businesses. we really need uh, everyone to realize w- what that means to everyone here and this is um.
0: isn't this small business month or is a small business like I know you have mm-hmm. small business Saturday. Mm-hmm. It's, After Thanksgiving. But yeah. do, you, do you call the whole month no. Small Business Month? Can we this we, year? Yeah, you I think it's twenty twenty we should call it Small Business Month. It's twenty twenty. Like, we can it, do whatever we want. Right now, based upon what's going on here, I can do whatever I want to. I hereby declare E P podcast right. Small Business Month. Right. Well, there. we
2: did talk at our meeting this week about some um new events we're going to be rolling out this month. So we didn't Talk about calling it small, small Business It's too late. I already claimed month, it. But that's also awesome. <laughs> Let's mine. go with it. Um, Hashtag support I claimed it. Support Our Businesses Saturday is what it's called. Right. And it kicks off on uh, November 28th. But if you follow us on Facebook, Evergreen Park Chamber um, of Commerce, you will see everything we're doing um, for our businesses and uh, it's not a bad idea. We're going to be offering an apparel line again. I am wearing. I see that the coveted zippy hoodie. That, that um, zippy hoodie's nice. It's super you, cozy. You brought one super of these warm. for the whole class, right? Yeah. Yes. I should have brought them with. <laughs> um, we have some new apparel coming out, um, but it's wonderful to get a, go around town and see, kind of get a glimpse of someone wearing the chamber clothes because. The proceeds from that supports our local businesses.
0: Yeah, I'm going to tell you something right now. Kelly Maroney over there gave me a check a couple months ago because somebody actually bought something and donated it to the EP package. Yeah. And I was like, well, that's really nice. <laughs> yeah. But, like, take care of a restaurant. Don't worry about me. Yeah. Okay? I mean, take care of a restaurant. Don't worry about Your me. kids are eating. Yeah, my kids are. We're, we're okay right now. The aren't <laughs> right. starving. And I know there's a lot so, of people who I mean, need a lot more. And- so if you're going to buy one, don't put me down. I'm telling you right now, don't put me down. Yeah. Put down Porter Collins, put that, put down somebody who needs it. Yeah.
2: I mean, and all our businesses are on our um, site. You can go to our website as well. Evergreenparkchamber.com. You know, small business Saturday, kicking off uh, our retail businesses, um, buying local business uh, gift cards for the holidays. You can do all of that online. There's going to be something uh, coming soon with that on our website. You can sign up on our website to receive our newsletters twice a month. So it, it just kind of keeps you dialed into what's going on in Evergreen Park.
0: You you know, I'm going to tell you something. I know you guys are trying your best, and I've noticed it oh, just over the last couple of years as being a member of the Chamber. You continue to try to come up with new ways to interact with your businesses. Yeah. And I know that, it, first of all, Nikki Seidel was your president beforehand awesome president. worked really hard and did a great yep. job yep. you guys are building on what she did right it was like she did a bunch of stuff and then you guys you came in and there, there's been this building constantly it was a good handoff transition from one president right. to the next and there I see these things you did these zoom meetings and you had all these businesses sit down we I actually did one of them where I got in there and kind the of talked about podcasting series. during the marketing series yep. trying to help people about like you know these are different ways you can market your business there's cheap ways to do this and inexpensive ways to do that and you know, kind of thinking outside the box during COVID, and right. and uh, it's it's been interesting to see that everybody is kind of trying to pull together. Businesses are trying to help other businesses, right? Kind of stay alive during this thing. And there, if you go to a nine to five job, and you don't actually own a business, and you're not part of a chamber of commerce, you might sit there and say, "So what?" But the thing is, is that if all the little mom and pop businesses go away, your your neighborhood's going to look very different.
2: And that's that's exactly what makes Evergreen Park so wonderful. Is we do have a lot of mom and pop businesses. And one of the things uh, I wanted to do this year as president was um, meet and greets with our business owners and, you know, sit just casual, you know, four to six o'clock. And COVID took that away from us. And so we're just trying to find ways where we're all getting to know each other and finding ways to support each
0: other. Listen, Laura, so. COVID took so many things from me. You know how many you know how many things I have to give away? I am sitting on a table here. I just want people to take them. I got EP (laughs) podcast car magnets. I got socks in the basement trucker hats. I've got all kinds of stuff sitting over here for people to grab. That's not a magnet. No, that's not a magnet. The magnet's over there. There you go. That's I need a magnet. a magnet. Get a magnet. Put it on your car. Yes, How I many need cars do you car have? got one car, too. I have
2: one that right. I drive and one that my husband drives. Well, then drives. take two. Put should them, should we them on there? Take two? Yeah, put them on there. Awesome. Okay, Will free. you stop me on the street and give me $1,000? $1, see... It's $1,000, right? No, it's yes, not
1: $1,000.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's $50 or $100 contributed by the EP podcast, and the chamber kicks in the rest.
2: Love it. Love it love it. We'll do that.
0: <laughs> I got her on tape, it's I annoying.
2: heard it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I mean, and, and, but put them on the back of the cars. They're, they're, they're absolutely free, and we'll be up here at Porter Collins here tonight. If anybody's listening, stop by, grab yourself a beer. Uh, you know, or, or as Ann the answer, there's some sort of punch. Oh, the Porter Punch. punch. Yeah, yeah, the Porter everyone Punch. Everyone about Porter's punch. Have you had the Porter Punch before? Yes. Really? Yes. I, do I have to try it? Yes. yes. Right, I'm going to get one, one
2: later.
3: All right. So you
0: get, the, you get the Porter Punch.
2: And it's a wonderful it's breakfast a drink, too.
0: Yeah. Of, and the,
2: you can get it to go drink
0: here. You have the Porter Punch for breakfast. Well, I think it's wonderful 2020 has been hard, hasn't
2: it? No, it's a little fruity. We make our own rules. It's, it's healthy.
0: An Irish pub created by two neighborhood families right here in Evergreen Park, nestled on the quiet little street called 99, And it has quickly become a Southside tradition. I'm talking about Porter Collins, Voted the best Irish pub the last four years by the Chicago Tribune. Their menu is filled with unique and inspired takes on traditional Irish and American classics that are sure to satisfy all your taste and cravings. And Porter Cullens is ready to serve you now more than ever with a spacious, comfortable, outdoor, heated tent where you might even be able to catch some live music. They're prepared to serve you there along with carryout and now free delivery. And that includes to-go drinks. Stop by or give them a call now, 708-907-5558. Located at 3541 West 99th Street in Evergreen Park. Learn more at portercullens.com. Somehow I'm okay with doing everything except going and getting my hair cut.
2: Really? I got my haircut today. I can't
0: get myself to do it. This guy here, he doesn't need a haircut. He keeps it low and tight, but that's what what our armed forces do, and I love it. Eric Herrera, (laughs) local author and war veteran. Basically, if you've heard him on the show before... Eric wrote a book about his experiences, and he goes out and finds IEDs mm-hmm. and bombs on the side of the road to save lives of American soldiers, and he's been blowed up a couple of times as well.
1: Eric, how are you? I'm doing great. How about you? I'm glad you're here, man. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I'm glad you were so patient, too, waiting for me to get to you. No, uh, just, just a heads up. Uh, I cut my own hair. I haven't paid for a haircut in 15 years.
2: <laughs> I would hope you don't pay for that. <laughs> when you
0: when you keep it low and tight, like uh, like you guys do, then yeah, why would you pay for it?
1: No, 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 you wouldn't pay for it at all. No, because uh, when I was in Germany, they used to cost like maybe five five dollars and. 30 cents huh? for a haircut. <laughs> and then uh go to Iraq, the Iraqis charge like two bucks. And then
2: <laughs> the Iraqis and then, charge. And the,
1: then, then I went back to Germany. They jumped it up to ten bucks. I'm like, oh no, I'm cutting my own Yeah, you're like no the way.
0: Iraqis charge two. Yeah. And what they, are you Germans doing the Iraqis don't do?
1: And they give you a shoulder massage afterwards.
0: Really? Like, no, hold on what? a second. This is great. See, this is why. Like he stood there patiently with all of our other guests. And they yes. were very interesting. But there was this thing in my head, like, I'm saving Eric toward the back half of the show because I know I'm going to get into some kind of wormhole with him. And <laughs> I am fascinated with the idea.
2: Massages and haircuts. He's
0: over there with the U.S. It's the Army, right? You're with? Okay. Correct. He's over there with the Army. And he's clearing roadside bombs. And he's like, I got to go get a haircut. And you're not getting it. Like, it's not like the base is doing it. You go to a, an Iraqi Barber? Is that what you do?
1: No, there's a trailer on a bunch of the posts.
0: Okay, so the Iraqis come to you. Yeah. All right. Okay. So the guy shows up and he's like, "I'm cutting all your hair." You ever get nervous? Like it's like a booby trap or something like that? Did you guys search it beforehand?
1: <laughs> no, we. The, there's funny stories. I like, feel like
0: Full Metal. You see, all I know about war is Full Metal Jacket, <laughs> and every time they did, every time everything seemed normal, then the bar would blow up. So I'm very nervous about this. So. Mm-hmm. Even though you're sitting here and you're alive, I'm scared for you right now with the story.
1: No, there's a funny story on that. We never get nervous with the Iraqis, but sometimes you find a brand new lieutenant that comes on the base, ah. and they leave their bag outside the trailer, and ah. everyone goes nuts, and then they cordoned off the trailer and seeing if there's an IED in the bag, and all of a sudden the LT comes out after getting hurt because, like, no, that's my bag. <laughs> so...
0: All right, so so the haircuts are happening there, but the Iraqis give them for two bucks. Yeah, you
1: know. Well, that, that was back in two thousand five. I don't know. Do oh, you think now. the price has gone up by now? Probably. Probably. Iraq is back on <laughs> its feet at this point. Uh, I don't know. It's a it's a mecca for uh, high highfalutin <laughs> haircuts.
0: Is that what you're telling me? Probably. <laughs> all right. So, name of the book again, because I, I had it in front of me last time we talked. I actually own it. I know. I know. I was going to it, I it, and it, it as well. I know.
3: I was going to get it signed, and I forgot yeah. it at all.
1: But give me give me the name again for people who might want to look for it. Uh, it's called The Bomb Hunter Story, mm-hmm. My Life Clearing the Roads of Iraq. Right, and you have experience. How many times were, did you have one go off uh, Where per, on you, where, like you were involved in the explosion? Personally, on me, I'll say about two and a half times.
0: Wow. <laughs> well, two full times that you were blown up, and one time you were halfway blown up. Well, no.
1: well, it was between, I was in a one-man vehicle, and it blew up between me and the vehicle that was in front of me, so that's a half. Yeah, that's a okay.
0: half. Does, the, does your car flip on that, or do you kind of like...
1: No, are, I, are you just kind of like boom and you just kind of shudder real quick? No, I, I was really mad because um I was what I was in a, what an army calls almost like a bulldozer it's called an ace right. and my head is outside the hatch. There's no nothing in front of me. <laughs> so all I have is this Are this, you the second car? Yeah, no, I was actually maybe you, in the you, middle of the You're convoy. in the middle. So you're like how the heck did this end up in front of me? Well, it was behind two two uh barriers like you see on the highway the the little, oh, okay. like three foot very, right, yeah, I we'll got it. So free. they put it on the other yeah. side so you wouldn't see it, yeah. Well, we're more pissed because, um, there was a watchtower on the other side of the buildings and they could have easily seen whoever put that there. So we were, I was more, yeah, I about can imagine that. you're a little angry about that, yeah, you know.
2: Now, I have a question. So, you know, what you were doing, like clearing the IEDs. Is that similar to what the uh, what the tunnel rats did back in Vietnam when they would go into the tunnels and were, oh, were no, they no, there no, to, no, like, no, detonate? No, no. He's
1: driving alongside of the road yeah. trying to look for things. So they would send the smallest guy in. Right, which He'd, would not be you. No, definitely not me. <laughs> um, so they, they would tie a string around their waist, and then they would go in with a pistol and go down the tunnels and see if there was any uh, anybody down in them. Mm-hmm. And the only way they would find their way back is with the rope that was tied around because they would go probably almost miles Mm-hmm. and then come back.
0: I want to clear something up because I feel like people don't get it. Now, I have friends of mine in the service. I have a friend of mine in the Army who saw action in Iraq who tells stories about, you know, he's had people get shot next to him while he was sitting in the middle of a firefight. Uh, he had Kid Rocket that showed up one time for, like, a performance, and they bombed the mess tent, and, like, rocket attacks happened while he was sitting there, and they went off. I mean, he's he's got stories, and I, just like you have stories, right? And then I've got a friend of mine who's in the Air Force who basically sat inside of a room three countries away and blew things up with a satellite. Okay, very different. Still, still blowing things up, but he, he was someplace else. When he was done, he went and he got a sandwich. So I have friends that, but they all served, right? So what is, people I think get confused, rightly so, civilians don't know this, but in reality, Memorial Day is for those that died, Veterans Day is for everybody that's served, and is it current and past, or do you have to wait till you're out?
1: No, uh, Memorial Day, you're correct on that. There's Armed Forces Day, which is for the soldiers that are in right now. Okay. And then Veterans Day are for— You have to be out. You have to be out.
0: So I don't think—so my one friend who's in the Army, who left, he left the Army. He's a vet. The guy who's in the Air Force, even though he served in a war, he's got the ribbons for being part of it and stuff like that, says he's still in the Air Force and now joining Space Force. I just got my Space Force hat from him. I think it's hysterical. Nice. Okay. Oh, it's amazing. (laughs) And he volunteered because he's like, they're going to call They're going to move him. I think he's a lieutenant colonel and they're going to make him a commander because they're going to change it because ships in space would be naval terms, even though they're coming from the Air Force. So he says, I think they're going to change my rank from lieutenant colonel to commander. And I'm like, you're, this is amazing. You're, you're, you're like, you're better than Captain Kirk. You're Commander Kirk. He is not a vet, even though he served in a war because he hasn't left the service
1: yet. Is that how it works? That's technically how the okay easy version looks good. Because when I
0: talk to him, because I talk to him every Thursday night in a group, we're all in a group uh, about four or five friends, and both of these guys are here. I want to make sure that I can tell my guy who's out of the army happy Veterans
1: Day, and tell the other guy you don't get a happy Veterans Day because <laughs> I like to mess with them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you can it'll probably shock them though <laughs> that you actually know that
0: <laughs> all right so explain to me the right way to thank somebody like i do you get put off when people sit there and say thanks for your service do you do does it feel does it feel forced like do you, does it get awkward when people find out that you served in a war like because i think most people who are civilians don't get it
1: um i don't feel awkward when people say that to me yeah <laughs> um The only problem I have is when um, people kind of say it, and then that's really all they do. So, I mean, if if you really do want to support a veteran's fine, there's so many groups out there where you could send care packages to people. Yeah, I mean, those are are big things. I mean, um, I had a buddy in my unit. His mother worked for a pillow company, and the company sent every soldier in our unit a pillow. (laughs) <laughs> and that was like the best pillow I ever slept on, too. So, I mean, things like that, just care packages are like a real yeah. big thing. I mean, you could you could say uh, um, thank you for your service, things like that. We do appreciate it. But, I mean, it, appreciate it even more if you actually help out some of these soldiers that are in need.
0: Now, yeah. you wrote a book, and that's why I ask you questions about it. But I always get very worried about asking, like, what happened over there. Like, the only reason I know what my friends went through is because they came to me and told me. And mm-hmm. I think they did that because I was 10 years a nine one one dispatcher. And if they were going to talk to one of their friends about it, they were like, well, he's heard some crazy stuff. So I'm not going to scare him by telling him the horrible things that happen where they might be nervous about how other people would react because it's a very different thing than even the movies probably show you. What's the proper thing? Like if somebody said thank you for your service, you want them to stop there, right? You don't want them sitting
1: there saying you get shot at. You ever kill anybody? Like that's probably put, uh, puts you off a little bit it's usually the the little kids that ask that question oh yeah little kids and, yeah. um so you kind of shrug it off but you know I see some I see answers. some adults do it though too and yeah. you're like
0: oh awkward thing
1: to ask well the main thing with me is i I spent years I didn't say anything what my did what mm-hmm. I did my as I wrote my book my own parents didn't even know yeah. the extent of what I did and uh, it took me a long time it took me ten years almost to finally come out and say it yeah. what, what I experienced and it was hard yeah. but I wrote it I started writing it back in January and the past 10 months I've felt so relieved in myself that um I'm more at peace. Uh I used to have nightmares all the time. Now yeah. I haven't had a single nightmare in the last 10 months about was the, it th- the the book, book was, just the to book get was that therapeutic. Out. It was yeah. very therapeutic yeah. for me. I got a lot of things off my chest. Mm-hmm. But then uh it was a lot of, lot of, lot of um uh, my mother coming at me and <laughs> saying uh, <laughs> Really? Was she
0: was she reading the book and then coming to you
1: like this happened?
0: Are yeah. you kidding me? You didn't tell me this. <laughs> now that's really that's now that's
1: crazy. Uh, same thing with my father too. He yeah. had no idea either. And uh, so I don't know if there was a day for
0: me, I would be like I'd wear a shirt and like I'm a veteran on Veterans Day.
1: Do you ever like <laughs> do you ever do you get do you get tempted to just basically make sure everybody realizes you're a veteran on that day. Like you just kind of like uh, so I do have a T-shirt. So you know how in the periodic table they have the uppercase letter mm-hmm. uh, and then they say what that what that thing um element element, element. is what that em- element is. So on there it says V E and then there's supposed to be a number so it's dd two fourteen. That's ah. that, that's the form you get when you get yep. out and then on the bottom it says veteran. Ah. So but it's like in the shape of a periodic table. I like that. So yeah.
0: that's pretty cool. Nice. you save that one. You pop that one out when it's time to, when you get the veteran today you'll have that one on.
1: Probably, yeah. Maybe drive around in the Humvee. Oh, I'll definitely be driving around in <laughs> the Eric Herrera, name it a book one more time. Just give it to me uh, one more time. A Bomb Hunter story, my life clearing the roads of Iraq. I should know
0: it by now. I, I said it 15 times in your last interview, but I'm sitting outside in the middle of the street, and everybody's looking at me, and half of them are like, hey, it's the <laughs> podcast. And the other half is like, what is this ridiculousness?
1: Another show isn't wrapped up, another show's in the books. Another show is wrapped up, and then by the looks, it's gonna be a good one, and we'll see you next week. And the nudist basement, and the nude is basement, another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and it's in the books, another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and by the looks, it's gonna be a good one. Nudie's Basement. Broadcast Basement. The Nudie's Basement. The Broad Basement.
2: Flancha. The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at the eppodcast.com